0: folks over the age of 65. So there's about 1 million Americans currently living with Parkinson's disease.
1: It's usually, you know, older people, but I think everyone, and maybe why people have heard of Parkinson's is Michael J. Fox was diagnosed so young with Parkinson's, but that's unusual.
0: Yeah, that's a good question too. There are
1: changes that can start to be seen. Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging, and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams, I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. We have back Megan Rowe. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, you know we have Megan on every month to share her knowledge with us. She is the Senior Program Manager for the Alzheimer's Association, Dallas and Northeast Texas chapters. And she helps us so much to understand all the different types of dementia out there and the vast array of information that, that we all need to know about. April is Parkinson's Awareness Month, and so that's what we're going to talk about. We are going to talk today about Parkinson's disease, dementia, and Megan's going to get into this, but not everyone who develops Parkinson's disease will get dementia, but there is a percentage, There is it is a factor in getting dementia, so we will talk more about that. So welcome, Megan. Thank you, Lori. It's always good to be here with you. Hey, So let's talk about this. Let's talk about Parkinson's um, and dementia.
0: All right. So before we talk a little bit about Parkinson's disease dementia, I want to remind everyone that dementia is an umbrella term of a set of symptoms related to thinking and memory and cognitive abilities. So Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia, but there are many types. So Parkinson's disease dementia is another type of dementia. Some call it PDD as an abbreviation, but it's a decline in thinking and reasoning that develops in many individuals living with Parkinson's at least a year after diagnosis. So like you said, not everyone develops dementia that has Parkinson's disease, but it does affect about 50 to 80% of people that have Parkinson's. So some of the brain changes caused by Parkinson's disease begin in a region that plays a really important role with movement in the body leading to early symptoms like tremors and shakiness, muscle stiffness, shuffling steps, stooped posture, difficulty initiating movement, and lack of facial expression. So that's kind of some of the earlier signs for Parkinson's disease. But as brain changes are caused by Parkinson's, it gradually spreads throughout the brain, often which begins to affect our mental functions in the brain. So that includes memory and the ability to pay attention, make sound judgments, and plan the steps needed to complete a task. So the key brain changes linked to Parkinson's disease and this type of dementia are abnormal microscopic deposits composed chiefly of alpha synuclein, a protein found widely in the brain with a normal function not fully known. <laughs> the deposits mm-hmm. are called Lewy bodies, which you might have heard of before. After Dr. Louis MD, he was a neurologist who discovered this while working with Dr. Alois Alzheimer's um, in his laboratory during the early 1900s. So they've noticed these changes. We've known about these changes for quite some time.
1: There's so also some, you said Louis body. So there's also Louis body dementia. So are these like similar causes then with Parkinson's? Do we, I'm just curious. You know, that. it's
0: really an interesting question because I've known people with. Parkinson's that later developed dementia, this type of dementia. But I've also known um, people that have been diagnosed with Lewy body dementia. And so you'll probably hear some of those things be used interchangeably, but they're not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But they can look very similar. So sometimes there might be a misdiagnosis that happens or, or like not quite sure what the diagnosis is. Mm -hmm. Um, So Parkinson's disease and Lewy body both affect movement in the body and muscle stiffness, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe Parkinson's, you're really talking about the more motor, physical aspects of decline in the body earlier before a cognitive impairment starts taking place. Okay. If it's at
1: all. If it does. Okay. But
0: they're both linked to the same underlying abnormalities in the brain so they can look very similar it's a little tricky i guess you could say Mm -hmm. yeah with all of that said the prevalence of parkinson's disease is fairly it's a fairly common neurological disorder in older adults i feel like a lot of people know about parkinson's and kind of have an idea of what kind of things it may cause for folks but it's only really estimated to affect about two percent of those folks over the age of 65 So there's about 1 million Americans currently living with Parkinson's disease.
1: It's usually, you know, older people, but I think everyone, and maybe why people have heard of Parkinson's is Michael J. Fox was diagnosed so young with Parkinson's, but that's unusual to be that young and, and have that kind of diagnosis, right?
0: Yeah, that's a good question too. There are changes that can start to be seen. Mm-hmm. in the physical movement and body changes. Typically, I believe it's between 50 years old, it can be after 50 years old. And I want to say 80, but that seems a little old. So there are people though, that are diagnosed young,
1: mm-hmm. like Michael
0: J. And I'm glad you brought his diagnosis up because he is someone that when I was growing up, I remember him in different movies um, mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. And,
1: Back to the Future.
0: <laughs> yeah, and didn't under, Like I didn't know what that was, but because of his popularity, um, he was able to raise that, and he still does raise such great awareness mm-hmm. of this disease, which helps reduce stigma. Now, there's a lot of people that are affected by disease that maybe don't share that, and that's a personal decision, of course, but I do think it does help with raising awareness and just educating people and reducing stigma for Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. Um, As you know, he's lived a long time with this disease. There are a lot of physical therapy activities, and there are specialists that will work with people with Parkinson's to provide the right treatments so that you can live your best life with this disease. Mm -hmm. So like we said earlier, there's only about, it's a big number, I shouldn't say only, 50 to 80% of those with Parkinson's will develop dementia. Some of those changes in symptoms are the changes in memory, concentration and judgment, trouble interpreting visual information, muffled speech, speech changes, hallucinations, delusions, Those can be more common in this type of dementia, especially paranoid episodes, Mm -hmm. depression, irritability, anxiety, sleep disturbances, including excessive daytime drowsiness and um, REM sleep disorder. So rapid eye movement sleep disorder. So someone that might start having the motor issues along with extreme exhaustion during the day might need to see a neurologist. It's really important to have a rollout process too cuz you could be short on vitamins or nutritionally or something like that but there's special diets, exercise, physical therapy you can do if you receive this type of diagnosis.
1: Do you know what medications they give people with parkinsons cuz I know that there are some medications and I don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so there's no treatments to slow or stop brain cell damage caused Mm -hmm. by Parkinson's disease dementia, but really the treatments available are focused on improving symptoms. So, that's of course, it's really important to always work with your physician closely to figure out what's going to work best for you. The Exelon is used, it's to treat mild to moderate dementia associated with Parkinson's disease. There's a couple other ones that can help with like hallucinations and confusion in those with dementia for Parkinson's dementia specifically, and deep brain stimulation. Uh, You know, not a lot of clinics do that, but it's been found to be possibly safe and beneficial for those specifically with Parkinson's dementia. There's also SSRIs. And non-SSRIs that can help with what you might hear of like a lexapra or, or a depression type medication that can help with some of the behavioral symptoms or melatonin or you know other things that can help with sleep disturbance. Someone might even end up using antipsychotic drugs depending on the behavioral symptoms that someone's experiencing. But there's a lot of caution out there against these types of drugs because they can you're already having issues with you know, movement and walking and gait and shuffling. And so you don't want to You want be very careful that you're not going to further cause the risk for falls to go up.
1: Mm-hmm. Like a medication and, that might make you dizzy or drowsy or something. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and it can cause, you know, sedation and slowness and there's just a lot of caution with it. So, you know, I don't think that that's something that's used quite frequently um, unless there might be like a severe behavioral issue going on. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, of course, it's really important to find out um, what treatment paths are available to you based on your own diagnosis and health history. And the only way you can really do that is to work with your physician and your specialist. It might take some time to get the right type of medication situated for someone. I don't know if you've ever worked with any families that have just struggled with finding the right Mm -hmm. medication. It's almost like not a cocktail, but it's, you know, sometimes it's multiple things that have Mm -hmm. to work together.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: some of those treatment options. But the interesting thing too about this disease is that progression is different for everyone. Just like Alzheimer's disease, the brain is so complicated that it affects everyone. Although there's common similarities, it's just so different. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's no different than the progression of of the disease. It can just vary greatly.
1: Well, like you said, some people may have hallucinations and some people might not. So there's just, it's going to present differently. I think the the big takeaway is if you or someone you love has been diagnosed with Parkinson's, to be aware of any changes that concern you that it could be dementia now. So, staying in in contact and having regular visits with your physician, and I would guess by a neurologist with Parkinson's, right?
0: Yeah, there's actually neurologists that specialize in mm-hmm. Parkinson's. You know, we're fortunate to be in a pretty large metroplex probably has, you know, a wide variety of options or Mm -hmm. a a little bit wider than a smaller city, I would say, but there still might be waiting lists and that kind of thing. So the earlier you can get in, the easier it's going to be and quicker it's going to be to find those resources. Before decline happens. Mm-hmm. So, you want to really, you know, Par- Parkinson's one of those managed um, diseases when it comes to muscle loss and things, and diet and nutrition are critical. So, it's really important to try to stay ahead of what you can do outside of the medication treatments to support independent Physical therapy,
1: that yeah, sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a Parkinson's organization in Dallas. Okay. Separate from, you know, a national organization that pr- provides wellness, physical exercise groups and support groups and things right. like that. So, And I'm sure that you can get on the Parkinson's National website. Is it and the Parkinson's?
1: Of- I think it's Parkinson's Foundation because we did interview. I think about it this time last year. We did interview someone. I want to say he was the head of it, actually. <laughs> he was for the Parkinson's Foundation. So we'll definitely connect Um, that with the show notes here so people can go back and listen to what he had to say about Parkinson's as well.
0: I definitely recommend any organization that's providing our communities with free resources to Mm -hmm. learn and provide support and things that you can do to live well. Definitely take advantage of that. Know what resources are available. You can always connect to your area agency on aging. There's one that represents every county in America and they can connect you to resources as well that are in your local communities. But definitely take advantage of visiting parkinson.org, no mm-hmm. S, mm-hmm. and see what, res- or what resources they have available.
1: Yeah, that's great advice. It's important to stay on, on top of this and uh, stay ahead of it. Be proactive, right?
0: Yes. And um, proactive, you know, it can be hard to be proactive sometimes when you're so occupied with our, li- our busy lives. We all lead very, very busy lives and are constantly managing multiple things. But these things you don't want to let go too long Mm -hmm. because it's a progressive disease. So it will get worse over time. But there are things that you can do by working with your physicians to really maintain that quality of life and be as independent as long as possible. But I did, I guess I skimmed over the like some of the risk factors. So Mm -hmm. I thought we could talk a little bit about that before we
1: wrap up. Yeah, Um, let's do that.
0: Yeah. So I don't have the statistics on this specifically, but apparently being a male increases your risk for developing Parkinson's as well as advanced age, just like with Alzheimer's, you know, Mm -hmm. your, your risk um, increases with age being in advanced stages of Parkinson's can of course increase your risk for developing that type of dementia and then greater severity of motor symptoms and mild cognitive impairment can increase your risk for developing dementia. Other factors may include history of dementia within your family the presence of some of those behavioral symptoms that I spoke about, like hallucinations, delusions, paranoia, excessive daytime sleepiness, can also be a sign or cr- increased risk to developing this. And there's this other pattern known as postural instability and gait disturbance P I G D. It means kind of like freezing mid step while you're oh walking. My gosh. -hmm. Difficulty initiating movement, almost like getting stuck or shuffling, Mm -hmm. Um, problems with that that balancing and falling, like I was saying before. So, the more severe the symptoms, that's more likely linked to developing this type of dementia. Mm -hmm. So, again, please work with your doctors as soon as you start noticing signs or you start to recognize some of these symptoms so that you can get ahead of this as much as you can.
1: Okay, great advice and great information as always, Megan. Thank you so much. It's so important. And this is the whole mission of this podcast is to educate people on different things, different diseases, different aspects of aging. And this is something, you know, we should all be aware of. and. Uh, not be scared, but just be aware of and have, have the knowledge. Um, as we always say, knowledge is power. So as always, you know, we just, we love having Megan on because there's so much you can share with us about Alzheimer's. And basically, like you said in the beginning, the dementia umbrella, because there's so many different types out there. People kind of get stuck on just Alzheimer's, but there's so many different different types. So thank you so much, Megan.
0: Thank you. It's always nice being
1: here. Okay. Well, we will have links to everything we talked about in the show notes, including the interview I did last year with the Parkinson's Foundation. And if you have, you know, any questions, please reach out to to me, to go look on the Alzheimer's Association, Parkinson's, was it parkinsons.org? Was that it? parkinson.org. Parkinson no no s. parkinson.org. And you can view all or listen to all of our podcast episodes by visiting my website, which is dot seniorservicescom And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.